Today's episode of Lions of Liberty contains a little bit of adult language and a whole lot of fun. So hi the kids, grab yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Well, hello, my Liberty Lions, and welcome back to another edition of the Lions of Liberty podcast, your home for great conversations about the ideas of liberty, and in this case, some fun hypothetical thought experiments about the ideas of liberty, or more specifically, the people who advocate for the ideas of liberty, because you have found yourself listening to part two of the Liberty Draft. Because you are going to want to follow along at home, there's a lot to keep track of here. We're going to help you out with our show notes, which you can find over at lionsofliberty.com slash 273, this being the 273rd episode of this program. And without further ado, I present to you the conclusion of the Liberty Draft. Welcome back, my Liberty Lions, to the continuation of our little exercise here that has the Liberty world abuzz. That is right. It is time now for part two of the Liberty Draft. That's right. We are drafting Liberty propaganda teams with our eyes on the year 2020 and the election cycle surrounding it. We are all drafting our own teams with the goal of advancing the ideas of liberty. And of course, this is all a hypothetical. This is a fun little exercise, but it's a fun way to look at all the libertarian figures and, and all the different people that, we, that are out there in the liberty movement that um, I think we actually have discovered through this process that we, the liberty movement does have a, a really deep bench and a lot of talented people out there that are capable of advancing the ideas of liberty in different ways. So that's the purpose of this exercise. Uh, before we get into it, I'm going to bring in my fellow draftees, starting with the man who was awarded the very first pick of the draft. Uh, he is Mr. Brian McWilliams with his team, the Trumple Stillskins. Yeah, that's right. Trumple Stillskins. You know, I've been getting some little bit of love in the forum. Some people think I'm number one. Some people are questioning some of the choices, the erratic choices, some think, because I've got a good mix of, of anarchists and died in the wool libertarians. But uh, you're going to see. End of the day, Trumple Stillskins will be on top. All right. Some some tough talk from the Trumple Stillskins. Uh, the second pick in the draft went to me, Liberty S. Pumpkins. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying this is my opinion, but early polls are indicating that a lot of people seem to be liking my team. That's all I'm saying, because we have put a preliminary poll in our Facebook group, the Lions of Liberty Forum. That's our private Facebook group. And if you're enjoying the Liberty Draft and enjoying all of our shows, you can come in and chat with us, chat with all of our fans. A lot of contributors and past guests of the show are all in the Lions of Liberty Forum, our private group on Facebook. It's free to get in. All you got to do is, you know, be a real person who looks like they belong there. So just type Lions of Liberty Forum in your search bar and join the fun. It's going to be a blast. Our next draftee, the man award, the third pick, Mr. John Odermatt with, of course, his team, Make Liberty Great Again. Yes, yes, yes. Make Liberty Great Again. And early polling does have them right behind your team, Mark. But I'm confident that uh, 
My team's going to pull together here. We had our first practice already. Uh, nobody showed up, but we had a practice. and uh, A Liberty practice, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And finally, the man who had the final pick in the draft, the man who still has not come up with a team name or even an actual name because we just call him Rico. Rico, what's up? TBD, still the team name as far as I know. Yes, my enthusiasm for this second day of drafting is matched only by the enthusiasm for my squad in the Liberty Forum. Which, um, let's just, how, how many votes do you have right now? Have you, have you looked lately? I don't know. I don't know. Four, <laughs> you four stop, and a half. You stopped counting at two or three. Got over it's more it. than I thought I'd get, but hey. But that's including all the, uh, the third world children he paid to come in and vote for him. The spam bots. As listeners of the first part of this Liberty Draft know, this is a snake draft. And while we originally started the draft with Brian uh, today, because we are on the other end of the snake, snake, so to speak, we are going to do three more rounds of drafting. And we're going to start with Rico and Team TBD. Before we do that, Rico, why don't you just tell everybody out there, uh, give them a recap of your very controversial draft picks. And uh, why don't you also tell everybody what you're drinking while you're at it? I'm drinking some water because I have to uh, get up in six hours and fly to Maine. So that's fun. That does not sound like it. I feel like your head's already out of the game, but go on. Uh, The first round, I picked the venerable Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Which is illegal as far as I'm concerned, but... Seemed to work for me. But since we had no moderator, I guess it was allowed to slip. Go on. And we still don't. (laughs) Uh, Second round, Adam Carolla. Third round, Judd Weiss. Fourth round, Peter Schiff. Fifth round, Ben Swan. Sixth round, Liz Wall. And seventh round, just to further troll you, the Koch brothers. (laughs) Yeah, somehow he came out of this thing with nine people in the first seven rounds. So I don't know how he manipulated the system, but uh, it must be all that Coke money, I guess, huh? (laughs) Hey. They were funding you from the beginning, weren't they? (laughs) This whole thing is a sham. A Koch brothers sham. To promote their brand of politics. Anyway. Wait till you hear the controversial eighth round pick that I have coming up. Well, oh, this is exciting. Is it the entire Von Trapp family? We don't have to wait any longer because we're going to have you take that pick right now. TBD, you are on the clock. What if I were to tell you that my eighth round pick could guarantee a libertarian president in 2020? Guarantee. That's a Do mighty, that's a guarantee. mighty big word. Because all I know is this entity controls the election. Okay, now we're, so now take, we're drafting entities. I'm getting really concerned. Yeah, no, what is, are you, you going to take the Diebold, uh, Mr. I, Diebold from the I'm Diebold drafting, voting machine? The God Mullick. I'm drafting the KGB. What, <laughs> what the are you talking hell? about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, Russian could, humor. There's nothing better. You know I, what? The thing is, I actually had to think about whether you were serious for a second. Because I, I think that might that should be your team name, the KGB. Maybe that's not bad. Well, I do like three letter team names, so <laughs> maybe TBD slash KGB fits all your criteria. Oh, it sounds like a rap song from the eighties. If only they had a slightly better track record on human rights and uh, you know. This is why Rico stuff. always takes so long to pick because his his board is all joke picks, and then he has to go get the real pick. I do. Um, I had a couple candidates that I was thinking of for this first pick, but I'm going to go kind of along the lines of how I had before with well-known names, billionaire businessman, John Mackey. John Mackey. Now that is a good pick. 
That is a sleeper pick. That's that's a guy. He's the CEO of Whole Foods. He's got some serious libertarian credentials. He likes to name drop uh, Murray Rothbard in interviews. I mean, that that is a you're going for flash. You're going for style. But that one actually comes with a little intellectual baggage behind it. So I, I got to say, I think that's a pretty crafty one, Rico. I don't say yeah, that very often. I agree. Often. And he and he's barely, I mean, he speaks out about it. It's, it's it's surprising to hear a CEO of a big company like that, especially a company like Whole Foods, which, as we all know, attracts people that might be more in your hippie granola, progressive liberal side of things to uh, to be pretty avidly speaking out uh, about the concepts of libertarianism. I like it. Well, with all these good words, I almost feel like it should exit on a high note. Uh, George Costanza like and hang up and say goodbye. What do you guys think? <laughs> you can forfeit your last two picks if, as far as I'm yeah, concerned exactly. because you already got 10 people on your squad. So, I mean, you're good to go, man. You can hang up whenever this, you want. This was the long game and I just won. You don't got to defend your, <laughs> defend your team or anything. All right. Moving along. Uh, now we've got. Odie here with Make Liberty Great Again. Before you reveal your next pick here in round eight, why don't you just recap your first seven draft picks and uh, let everybody know what you're drinking. Hopefully it's better than the the bar is pretty low on that. We got water so far (laughs) as your competition. So So I'm I'm drinking my my standard Sweetwater 420, a delicious uh, extra pale ale brewed in Atlanta, Georgia. It's wonderful. Check it out. And the brewery is a lot of fun to... uh, to tour and to drink at. So I highly recommend checking out Sweetwater 420. My team, Make Liberty Great Again, uh, started out with some, some are saying uh, the most shocking pick in the first round until Rico picked. And uh, that was that was with Larry Sharp. <laughs> the, the, the third out of four were most shocking picks. It's quite a stat. Uh, Larry Sharp, first round pick, second round, uh, Jason Stapleton, third round, Glenn Kane Jacobs, breaking the hearts of Mark Clare and Rico. I was crushed. Fourth round was Lily Tang Williams. Fifth round, Kristen Tate. Sixth round, uh, I don't know how I this guy dropped so far, but he slipped to me in the sixth round, Judge Andrew Napolitano. And in the seventh round, I did another little shocker here, a little bit of a reach maybe. I took a podcast host and libertarian-leaning guy, James Altisher. All right, and who you got for your eighth pick? Um, Mr. Make Liberty Great Again, you are on the clock. So with my eighth round pick, I, I have a feeling this might be somebody that McWilliams could have been targeting here. I'm not sure. He's mm. he's he's praised her in the past. She Uh-oh. is Rand Paul's digital Director, ah, and that's dick. Marianne Copenhaver, better known as Libertarian Girl. I did have her on my list. She was in I my uh, my supplemental picking pile. All right, o- Odie it. is not a misogynist, or maybe he is. Actually, it's one or the other. He might re- be a real misogynist because he's got three women on his team already, leading leading the pack. Very progressive mm-hmm. team you've got, Odie. Equal opportunity employer here. Make also, one again. of those women breaking the glass ceiling of libertarianism. One of those women is an Asian woman as well. So really, uh, get That's making true. the diversity happen. Yeah, you got a former football player, Larry Sharp. Maybe the most diverse former, team. I former have wrestler. Every, every color on my team, too. I <laughs> every <think>. color. <laughs> yeah, there's three. <laughs> yep, all three colors. I gotta, hold on. I got to Google black libertarians. <laughs> See what, what I got. Oh, boy. All right, Marianne Copenhaver. That's, that's a solid pick. Um, you've already, yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some competition. There might be some cat fights there. You got Chris, you got libertarian chick and libertarian girl there. So that could there could be some conflicts over the Maybe name. they'll start their own YouTube show. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh oh, this might be a preview of our second half because that's where we're going to break down all the positions that we see for these people and all the roles that they're going to play uh, on our team. Uh, moving along, the next pick goes to myself and my team, Liberty S. Pumpkins. In the first seven rounds, here's what I did I drafted Tom Woods with my very first pick, followed by actor and libertarian Vince Vaughn. 
followed but in the third round by Austin Peterson, the always controversial, followed by the not quite as controversial, at least not in libertarian circles, Miss Julie Borowski. I then drafted part of the problem host, Dave Smith, uh, backwards singer, rapper, YouTube star, Eric July. And with my seventh round pick, I drafted Miss Ovens O'Brien. And now, uh, by the way, I'm drinking, uh, as Brian did last week, I think it actually inspired me to go and get some ingredients. I'm also drinking a, a dark and stormy, a little ginger beer and some rum. So lovely yummy. using what kind of ginger beer are you using? That's the question. I, I don't even know the brand off, off of hand, to be honest with you. It's, 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 it's back the, in the, the fridge. Rum, the rum can be whatever. I the got Myers rum. Nice I can tell strong. you that. It's a good Myers one. is good. I'll report back maybe in the second half because I got to go make a second drink. That's for sure. All right. And um, Odie has made me jealous with his drafting of, of a third woman. I, too, strive to have a very diverse, progressive team. Uh, this is someone I, I, I think I could possibly wait on. But I've got some very specific plans for her, and uh, this is someone who's been in the liberty movement for quite a long time. She's been heavily involved in the Libertarian Party, although not not very much lately. Um, she is a woman by the name of Miss Mary Ruart. Ah, oh, all right. She is my eighth-round draft pick, former guest on this show, past guest on this show. I don't want to say former. Once you're a guest, you're always a guest. You're always welcome here into the Lions of Liberty podcast, into the Lions Den, to talk about the ideas of liberty. But Miss Mary Ruart has been on this program before, as have, I'd say, at least if not more than half of the people that have been drafted for this show. Um, all right. So, you jealous, Odie? I got three females just like you. Although they're all white. They're all white women, though. So, I might be racist, <laughs> but at least I'm not sexist. I'm not jealous. I'm just better than you. Okay. Hey, we're libertarians. <laughs> we don't care about the uh, the race or the colors. We're just picking best people for the job. You're right. We can't see any of that stuff. All we see are brains. Damn well right. All right. Speaking All right, of my brains. Because I'm going to lay down the thunder here. All right, thunder. Thunderstick. Go for it. Uh, let me break down my picks from the real. So I had the first pick. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, by the way? Oh, all, drinking, the world uh, is dying to know. So I was. Uh, I felt like complete holy crap yesterday, uh, all day long. And that was from drinking some rosé. I don't really drink a lot of wine, Ugh. but I drank a bunch of rosé, and there's still some left in the bottle. Ugh. So being a glutton for punishment, I'm going right back to the pain well, and uh, we'll see how hungover I am tomorrow. Drinking a fine rosé. All right. We'll see how yes. this, this bodes for your drafting. Fine, as fine as $10 at Trader Joe's will get you. All right. So I took with my first pick, uh, renowned TV personality and libertarian John Stossel, although we just learned his last show, I think, is tonight, right? December 12th, I'm recording I think this. it's actually the 16th. Is oh, it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, maybe it'll be right after the show airs. So his, his, his show's ending, but he's got a big project coming up with Reason, I believe, or RT. Uh, not RT, Reason. And uh, something else, some other project. So he's still going to be active. He was my first pick. Scott Horton was my second uh, very popular libertarian television host again, Kennedy, with my third. And then I took Nick Gillespie, Reasons Editor, controversial pick, I know, but he has a large platform for libertarianism. I took Roger Paxton. Have you heard the first time uh, compromising my, my morals? Still trying to figure that one out, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, then Jeff Deist, who was uh, fantastic, you know, Ron Paul's chief of staff. And I wrapped it up with a little bit of the celebrity nod with Kurt Russell. If you didn't know Kurt Russell's libertarian, he is, and he's amazing. So what am I going to do with this next pick, you might ask? I'm going to take Michigan's Congressman Justin Amash. Hmm. 
Hmm. Are you allowed uh, to do that? Uh, Why would I not be allowed to do that? The same reason we didn't take Rand Paul. No, was, well, we didn't take Rand and Ron because of those obvious picks. Well, in the no, world. we didn't take we didn't allow Rand because he's going to be a senator in 2020, so he won't be doing yeah. any of this. Justin Amash's term ends in 2017. Okay, I looked so, it up, bitches. No, no, flap, I, flap. That's true. So, but you gotta now, everyone out there, when you're judging this team, you have to realize Justin Amash cannot be in Congress and be on this Liberty team. So you realize that you're removing him from Congress. You're OK. Well, with that. we're saying if we're going to put people in roles as president and vice president, hey, I think I'd rather well, have him be a well, they're, they're not going to be president or vice president. I think we should be clear. They're going to be candidates. We, we know these people aren't winning. Let's be <laughs> clear about that. We could have won if we took the KGB and got him on our side. But. <laughs> and Maybe. by the way, Rand Paul ran for president and also happened to win his Senate seat. Not as a libertarian. Whatever in 2017 I, when I'm he gets reelected, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're not allowed to take him. You are, but oh, you just have to say he's not going to be a Republican congressman anymore. So that has to be wait. That has to be weighted. I think I in the conversation. Totally fine with that. Okay, if you're fine with that, then so am I. Although, all I, right. So Justin Amash, boom, and I will follow that uh, excellent pick up with Joe Rogan. Oh, you son of a bitch! Yep, right. there you go, Joe Rogan. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. He's a very funny guy with one of the most popular podcasts on the planet. And, of course, loves him some libertarian values. So, Joe. But not a libertarian, I should point out. Has even said that he's not. Just putting it out there. He said he, he said he has not. He's not a libertarian, but still. I mean, neither are a lot of these people on here. He said, again, his points are libertarian. I'm just trying he to plant. A, I'm trying to plant some seeds in the audience's mind against yeah, the team. That's all. He is a, he is a libertarian, uh, de facto libertarian. So. Not everything he says is, is libertarian. I heard him uh, on a, one, of, one of his recent shows talking about uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, not a, a nationwide minimum wage. Or oh, he's all for that. Yeah, I think that's well, great. So actually, that. you know, uh, nationwide minimum wage is he for UBI or the? Yeah, yeah. Basically, basic a lot of income, libertarians yeah. actually argued for UBI, including Alex Merced, who some of you might be thinking of drafting. He's all about uh, what sports commissions and and regulating uh, regulating the sports. So just too yeah. close to that, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Hey, so. I don't care. Joe Rogan. Hey, no, I, I encourage well, you to draft, you know, questionable picks as yeah. much as possible. I was going to draft him. So, yeah, I can't really criticize too much. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to draft him mostly because of his stance on marijuana. He's, you know, he's way against the drug war uh, in, in a very good way. And he's consistent. And uh, every 420, he does a show in a different state that has legalized recreational marijuana. So good for him. Well, you know, uh, this is just like politics. You know, if he's, if he's on my team, I'm going to praise him all day long. And if he's on someone else's team, I'm going to tell you everything that's terrible about him. That's pretty much how that's going to work. All right, but two two pretty big-time picks there, no matter how you slice it. Justin Amash and Joe Rogan, how are they going to fall into this crazy Trumple-Stilskins team? We're going to have to stay tuned to find out, folks. But uh, it comes back to me in the old snake. It is now time for the ninth-round draft pick of Liberty S. Pumpkins. Now, this is a tough one for me because there's some, there's some big names out there. I mean big names that no one has even touched yet. And... Man, it's really tempting to grab one because I, I think someone else is is, is going to if I don't. Um, but I really got to think about my strategy and, and focusing on my liberty creds. And this is someone who I, I really think needs to be on a team and and may as well be mine if I feel strongly strongly enough. And I do. This is someone who really understands politics. He really understands political messaging. I think he'll be extremely valuable in, in any role I decide to put him in. And that is uh, the man from across the pond, Mr. Robin Kerner. Ooh. Ah, it's a sneaky little pick. It nice is sneaky. Pick. Sneaky little ninth round Robin. He can't run for president. 
He's worthless. <laughs> he sure can't. <laughs> he, he sure can't. Neither can your little Lily Tang. That's why they're I said damn it. foreigners. <laughs> and who knows what they're plotting? Sneaky exactly. foreigners trying to take over our government. Robin's basically just planning his next cup of tea, but that's about it. So he's a pretty harmless guy. So yeah, Robin Kerner. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think? You guys, Rico, you've been silent for a while. Are you blown away? You uh, falling out of your chair? I I've fallen out of my chair. I'm getting back up. I got a little bit of back pain, but I'm going to power through these last two rounds after that shocking pick. I like it. Good guy. <laughs> I'm getting I'm, nervous because I got a, I got a deep bench here. I think that's, I, I don't know, man. I, I like it, but is he going to resonate with the audience? I don't know how much of the audience is really that familiar with Robin Kerner. Well, you don't the know. The audience what, is clearly kissing Mark's ass, anyways. It doesn't matter who you, he you picks. don't. You don't know what I'm going to have him do. <laughs> this how, election how you know? is rigged. Rigged. <laughs> What possible benefit would people have to kissing my ass? They think I'm just going <laughs> to hand know. them a podcast? Here you go. They, they desperately want to be guests on the show. Mm, we'll just see. be near you. <laughs> All right. Well, but but to I mean, just to to chime in and actually give some uh, some criticism here to, to Robin Kerner. I, I, I do think it's a great pick. And, you know, I think what he keeps pointing out, and he's pointed out when, when you interviewed him and when Stapleton inter- interviewed him, that really libertarians need to sort of take a lesson from Donald Trump and really take a lesson, as we've talked before, from Ron Paul and really work on their messaging and simplifying their messaging and really talk about things, uh, fixing areas where people are directly feeling pain, which I think libertarians has a hold down to a good job. So I think Robin Kerner, he's, he's a good ad. Maybe he can be your uh, your consultant or something. Like he could be your press secretary. There I thought you, go. you were going to have uh, some know, criticism. Well, positive yeah, that's criticism, criticism, Odie, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> that was criticism going to be good or bad. Look but, at but I do want to point out that I also like what Robin says about, yeah, he makes a point as well when he's talking that libertarians also need to learn not only how to communicate their points, but also how to engage people in a way that is non-combative because libertarians, can, uh, many have a tendency to be a little know-it-all. Nah, and, get out of here. Uh, not exactly connect with people, so. All right, moving along. Make Liberty great again. Are you ready for your ninth round pick? I am ready, and uh, I was I was going to pick Joe Rogan here, so I have to have to scramble on my draft board. It's been uh, you know I've been moving names around in my war room here, moving people in and out, trying to figure out who best to pick, and I've I've settled on I've settled on a guy that uh, is pretty consistent throughout the forum, throughout the lines of Liberty Forum. People could not believe this guy was not picked. Are you just picking somebody that's a listener that's in the forum? <laughs> <laughs> No, Ron no. Schmelevsky. Thank you, Ron. All your <laughs> Come <life>. on down. <laughs> now, this, this is a guy that has a very popular podcast with actually has a podcast with the gentleman who Mark Claire picked in the first round. He has a podcast called Contra Krugman, which breaks down Paul Krugman's terrible, terrible Sweet. columns. Uh, he has a PhD in economics. It is Bob Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good pick. I like me some Bob Murphy. Not too shabby. And and meanwhile, Tom Woods is sitting over with my team, just looking over in, in sadness as his friend Bon Murphy gets gets walks over to, to Odie and gives him a big hug and joins Make Liberty Great again. You're, you're breaking well, up the dynamic duo. Uh, Tom Woods has been blocking thing. him for years. Go get go Bob, go get your own pain, Bob. My plans to relaunch Contra Krugman are despoiled. Speaking of Krugman, I debated drafting Krugman just to fire him so it'd be an embarrassment to him. Ruin his career. I encourage you to draft Paul Krugman to your Liberty team and see how that <laughs> see how that With goes no over. Explanation. I can't wait to see the uh, yeah. the response from people. That actually might be worth it just from a PR standpoint. They'll probably write a column about it. And- probably. <laughs> I, I was just drafted to Trump to Trumpelstiltskins. Here's why that's <laughs> terrible and going to ruin the world. 
Bob Murphy, that's a pretty good pick. That's a sneaky pick. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things he can do. He's got a lot of knowledge and can can make a lot of arguments. So yeah, he, he I think he really simplifies uh, complicated subjects and really has a a way to easily communicate them. I think as a theme of going forward with my team, I want to keep drafting good communicators, and I I think I'm sticking with that with Bob Murphy. All right. Well, I, I gotta say I'm a little nervous right now because we're about to move on to. TBD once again, or KGB, whatever he is, and uh, not only do you have one pick here, but you got it's a snake draft, and the, the final two picks, your final two picks, are coming up, and um, I, I, I like to think you did some research ahead of time this time, unlike oh, last time. You would time. like to think that, but... <laughs> but currently, I'm Googling more libertarians. Um, <laughs> Instead of making a pick, I think I'd just like to read verbatim the gentleman's post who gave me a draft grade of an A in the forum. <laughs> Someone gave you an A? <laughs> Let me put this bluntly as I can. This team is incredible. All quotes. Um, the person that has to make sure to put his address so I can mail him a check for hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. All right. Do you want to call? Oh, who, that easy. Who's your Calvin fan? Calvin Horn. Calvin He's my Horn. number one fan. All right. Oh, he, he, yeah, he ranked now. all of ours right, and I got the lowest grade. Yeah, I got. Yeah, a B- I know. I got a B plus. How did? Uh, how did? How did? No, I got a B plus. You didn't get a B plus. Man knows what he's talking about. What can I say? Rico barely passed the bar. And with that, Rico <laughs> drafts Calvin Horns. First well. time. Oh, idiot. <laughs> so is that, is that who you're drafting? You're drafting Calvin? <laughs> you're drafting Lions Liberty <laughs> Forum member? He, he's got an honorary uh, managerial He's got position a spot on, on the tour team. bus. <laughs> exactly. I think I am going to take with my next pick the executive director of the Ron Paul Institute. I do hear him on uh, the occasional podcast when I listen to Ron Paul. Uh, Daniel McAdams. I think he's a a good guy. Good chap. All right. Another foreign policy guy to counter Scott Horton's pick. They can get into some some heated debates about things they agree on. Put them on stage together. (laughs) About all the things they agree on together. All right. Well, uh, what do you guys think of the McAdams pick? A lot of people would say he fell way, way, way too far, but he's a guy that, you know, he's kind of off the radar. He's more behind the scenes guy. He does, you know, appear on programming with, with, um, with Ron Paul, but he's, uh, you know, he, he runs the Ron Paul Institute. He's, he's always been a kind of a behind the scenes guy who does make appearances as well. So maybe that's why he, he fell a little bit, you know, behind a lot of the people that are a little more out there. What, what do you guys think? I think he's a solid pick, but, uh, yeah, he's not, he, and he's in the public eye, but not solidly out there all the time. So I wonder, as a propaganda team, well, I guess the Ron Paul Institute's putting out its own propaganda. So, all right, good pick, Rico. If if there was one thing Rico's team was missing, because it's not missing that much, it's a, it's a stacked team. Yeah, it was missing some foreign, foreign policy yeah. experience. <laughs> and Danny an McAdams brings that foreign policy experience to the table. Yeah, I'm well, not sure if anyone else on his team has left the country, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's or, good. Yeah. All right, well, um, that well, I mean, the Koch brothers have. They have to own an island somewhere in Papua New Guinea. You know, that's true. Their own version of the Democrat sex, uh, sex and sacrifice island that they <laughs> was widely, re- widely rumored to have. Is that where they eat all their pizza? Hashtag Pizzagate. Yes. And, my, and, and the show I, just got taken off the air. We're now off uh, iTunes. I said the word. <laughs> somebody's shooting in the window. Uh, I would kill any of you, by the way, to go to that fantastic island they have. I'm not even joking. All right, we should probably move along from this conversation. Faster yes. than faster as possible. Um, <laughs> he's joking, guys. Probably, maybe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> maybe. All right. We'll see. TBD, this is now the moment of truth. This is your 10th and final draft pick. So what's she going to do, pal? If only I could think of another. The CIA. <laughs> <laughs> 
George W. Bush. I don't know. Lando <laughs> Calrissian. Jeb Bush. Jeb Jeb. Uh, I don't have anything fall off the floor shocking, unfortunately. My last pick was down to a couple people, but I'm going to take this gentleman, former podcast guest. He's a author. I've quite enjoyed a couple of his books that I've read from start to finish. Pretty impressive. Uh, Thomas DiLorenzo. Oh, all right. Ooh, fantastic pick. He's really yeah. going with the, the intellectuals here. Uh, the last couple of picks after going all all star power in the beginning. So I see your strategy shifting towards the later rounds. Just don't know where I'm going. Exactly. You got to do the late rounds. You got to fill those holes, man. You know, you got to take the flyers. He zigs, he zags, picks. he jags. He's all over the place. All right. Well, the, the team TBD is complete, barring any trades uh, between now and. Um, when we convene after the break. Rico, so. would you like to trade Daniel McAdams for Kurt Russell? <laughs> Straight I up. know you would never do that. <laughs> he would not trade Kurt Russell for anything. All right. Well, I think it's time to move along. As long as you're ready there, make Liberty great again. Odie, your final pick. There's a lot of there's a lot of big names on the board because, I mean, we probably could literally do 20 rounds. And I'm not suggesting we expand this again. But maybe in a year or two, we, we revisit this either with more teams or more rounds. Because I think, uh, like I said, one thing we're discovering is how deep this Liberty bench is. Yeah, I still got a bunch of names. I'm, I'm hoping my life's going to get easier and somebody's going to take a couple of them. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, there's I'm only three left. So. <laughs> I'm just, since I'm not picking anymore, I'm just going to be honest with you guys and tell you the three that I'm going between, then I'll say who I'm picking. Because they're a very, very diverse crowd. Uh, yeah, I can't I decide. Do you want, are you sure you want to do that? Because you might, you might help another team by revealing yeah, you you know, think some so? potential. Yeah, I picks. might actually. There I could won't be a do free it. agent okay. waiver yeah. wire. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I'll keep it, keep it under my vest here. Okay. Um, it's it's hard to decide. Like I said, go go trying to choose between these three different people. But at the end of the day, I've decided I want the Libertarian Party insider. I want to know the guy that pulls the levers so I can get my guy, Larry Sharp, the presidential nomination. I'm picking chair of the Libertarian Party, Nicholas Sawark. All right, Nicholas Sawark. So I guess you're banking on his uh, <laughs> his reelection in 2018 to that position, huh? I mean, come on. You think he's not going to get it, really? Ah, who well, knows? Yeah. Maybe there'll be a revolution. I don't know. What if Bill <laughs> I, did, I, I will say I did enjoy his <laughs> statement to all the liberals saying uh, that they would lick up their salty, salty tears after Trump won. <laughs> That's actually what the main reason I picked him. I want to get his permission to put his face on a shirt next to a crying liberal. This would be a good and time nice. to plug the fact that uh, Mr. Sawark is coming back on the program soon. And that should air yeah, um, in the next week or two. So. All right. Get excited, folks. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes, on Stitcher, on YouTube, on TuneIn, on Google Play, wherever you can find a subscribe button for the show. Click that MFR and you can hear all the interviews coming up with uh, future and past draftees here. So, I'm noticing a little trend here. You keep bringing people back on the show that are on my team. So that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, maybe there's a strategy there. Maybe there's not. You never know. You never know what's going through my mind. So as I, I was hoping you guys would make my next pick easier, but you did not. And now I, I'd say I'm down to two people who are um, very tough to choose me from because they're very different. And there's part of me that really wants to go with someone who I think is a huge celebrity left on the board. Um, but... At the end of the day, I feel like this person must be drafted because they are com- they're really a rising star in the Liberty Movement. Um, another great podcast host, a guy who's uh, sort of the voice of the Liberty Working Man. I got to draft my man, Johnny Rocket Adams. You are a member of Team Liberty as Pumpkins. Welcome I aboard. I knew it. 
Johnny Rocket shaking his head. He almost Ooh. made it out of the triple stiltskins. He was so close. Yeah, well, Sorry, Johnny. You maybe, know. maybe when this is over, I'll, I'll tell you guys who I passed over for Johnny, and then maybe he'll be even more impressed at the, the big name I left on the board that may or may not fall to the Trumple Skillskins right now. Well, I say you did, you made my life a little easier there by taking it, but now I'm, I'm completely torn between two excellent picks. God damn it. I really, I really just don't know. I might, I might flip a coin. Do you have a mm. coin? Oh God! Just all right, do you know it. what? I'm gonna we all go. had to do it. We all had to make the tough choices. I'm gonna go because she is more libertarian uh, overall. I'm gonna go with Carrie Wedler with my last pick. Carrie Wedler, that is a very good pick. She was also on my board, but yeah, um, she's great. You know, anti media, and uh, obviously was big on the YouTubes, and you know. A, a, a good-looking gal. You can trot her out there as a public speaker, and she will uh, not disappoint. So, um, I would. I want to say the one person I did not get to, to draft, and I really wanted to, was Glenn Greenwald. He was my. He, that was who I passed up for Carrie. I mean, that, that's the kind of choices that are tough. Do you want someone who's got a lot of integrity and is big, but is a progressive like Glenn Greenwald? I mean, there's positives and negatives. Uh, just like I think with a lot of these, the bigger names, the bigger names are bigger names. So there's the positive, and then there's a lot they bring to the table. But then you have to weigh that against: Are they really going to be able to speak on liberty well? So I mean, that, that yeah, was a exactly. decision I had to make a lot of times. And for the most part, I I went with all people that can really, uh, you know speak on the ideas of liberty and then uh i actually actually looking at my team i think they all can even my even my big celebrity pick i'm just gonna go out right now and point out one name that i am shocked didn't get drafted i was thinking about drafting him in the, in the supplemental draft but i just i really felt i needed these these names that i drafted on my board but i am shocked that pendulette has not been drafted in this whole draft yeah, you know what? I I am too. And I if I had not taken uh <laughs> Kurt Russell earlier, I think I would have gone for Penn, but it's too, it's hard. I don't want to too many celebrities, you know. I don't want to go Rico route. I had, I had something I, I got a beef with Pendulette and I didn't draft him because uh, that story about him trading his uh his Gary Johnson vote for Hillary votes. He voted for Hillary. So 10 people voted for Gary Johnson in another state. How can you even verify that? I, well, that's what he said. Yeah. But how, how can you verify it actually happening? Is right. that what you mean? Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's, it's ridiculous and it's stupid. And um, yeah, so that's why I didn't pick him. Same here. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like the guy. He's huge. He's got a great show. But man, that that just uh, that rubbed me the wrong way. And Roger Paxton, Paxton, that, that moral compromiser was, was defending him on the forum. I mean, <laughs> he didn't, I, I had made the accusation that he endorsed Hillary. I guess that was incorrect. He didn't, I looked it up. He didn't actually endorse her. He did just say that he basically just, he did the bill. Well, to me, he did the whole, yeah, Gary Johnson's the best. I really would like to vote for him, but actually uh, Trump is so terrible that I've got to trade my vote for like, for a Hillary vote for 10 Gary Johnson votes on this website. I don't know. I yeah, think it's it was in for states that matter. Yeah, it was, it's like, come like on, man. It's swing states. You traded for, and there's no yeah, way to it, please unquantifiable. You really think Never. some some snarky liberals really trading their their Hillary one tenth of a Hillary vote to go vote, and they're really going to go vote for Gary Johnson? Like I just don't even believe that. I would I don't believe these. Yeah, people there's no, there's no way they are. No way in hell. Now they. I'd rather have somebody tell me that they'll they'll find three dead people's names and somehow get those on the roster for Gary Johnson. Because yeah, there's no way those people are going to sign up for this website and then trot their asses out to wait in line to vote for somebody they don't care about. A couple other big names that did, on the board that did not, did not go. And for those that didn't hear part one, well, what are you waiting for? Why, you, why have you listened to the last three rounds and not heard the rest? Go listen to part one, episode 269. You can find that at lionsliberty.com slash 269 or by clicking back in your podcast feed, just a few episodes. But um, Lou Rockwell, another big name that didn't go that a lot of people were upset didn't go in the, the first seven rounds. Are you guys surprised that Lou Rockwell kind of fell off the boards here? 
I was thinking about him, but uh, he seems kind of, I don't want to say on the downhill of his career, but, you know, <laughs> he's, it's, uh, you know what I'm saying. Well, was, it Lou, was it Lou, the guy that was all about libertarians for Trump? Like, that was Lou Rockwell's mm, thing, wasn't it? I wouldn't say that. He, I mean, he posted some. Some he was all people. about it, man. I mean, that's the thing for me. I was like, Walter that's Block was more Walter Block was the one that was all about it. Um, yeah, oh, you're Lou, right. Walter Block was, yeah. Lou, Lou, I think he was sympathetic. I, I mean, to uh, yeah, he, I think he, he likes the destructive aspects of Trump. But I don't think yeah. he's a, an actual Trump supporter. But you know, yeah, he he likes the establishment going down, which yeah. I can understand that. But I said, you know, I said my piece to when somebody uh, said that in the forum about Lou Rockwell not being drafted. That, you know, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Lou Rockwell. Um, you know, when I started out, uh, obviously, Ron Paul introduced me to libertarian politics, to uh, to libertarianism. And I started out every single day. I'd go to LouRockwell.com 5, 10, 15 times, reading articles, listening to podcasts. But it's it's just the the fear mongering that, that I started to detect on the site and just the, flat out just dogma, just the hate the state dogma and really sort of, I, I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way. And also, he never shared his podcast after he was on the show. <laughs> so, Lou, you made enemies for life. Lou, you're one. You were one retweet tweet away from being on Liberty as Pumpkins. That's exactly. all, all you had to do. Now, um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big name out there who who just you know I don't maybe just doesn't line up with with our strategies for what we're trying to do and what we're trying to sell to the American people. Uh, another big one. One last one. I'll point out before we go to break that I thought might go. I think he definitely would have been drafted if, if Howie was participating here, and that's uh, John McAfee who made uh, a big waves yeah. in the uh, Libertarian Party this year. You guys surprised McAfee didn't go. That's I who I was going it. between with that last pick. It was Nicholas Sawark, John McAfee, and uh, and one other guy. But yeah, that was that was tough for well, me. You, not you to can't pick reveal him. him now. It's over now. I mean, yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey Tucker. Okay, I was, yeah. I was yeah. thinking about picking yeah, Jeffrey Tucker. It's another good one. Has, I mean, has McAfee said whether he's going to be? I mean, it seemed like he wanted to reform the party in some way while he was running, but. Looking forward four years, you know, how active is he going to be in the party? I wonder. Well, maybe if he got drafted to a team, he would be reinvigorated. To <laughs> He's like, sorry, MGTI. I've got more important things to do, like be part of a make-believe fantasy team. <laughs> and the how stock dare you down. call this make-believe? This is a well, real show. I guess it really happened People are in reality. Listening. Is this real life? It's happening to but me, yeah, baby. McAfee, I mean, I love McAfee, but yeah, it's one of those things where his time in the sun is kind of uh, passed by as far as the libertarian movement is for now. I'll tell anyway. you what, I, I, lo I love following the guy on Facebook. He's entertaining as all hell. I don't know if he fits into my team strategy, but I, I, I will continue to follow him on all media. Also, I'll tell you that. Well, that's a good runner-up prize for him. <laughs> Not, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, John. I'm still following you on stuff. So, well, Judd Weiss, his running easy. mate, did get drafted, as we know, to uh, to That's Team right. TBD. So, so there might be some secret McAfee influence in the TBD camp, whispering yeah, in I Judd's always, ears. I welcome as many billionaires as I can find. So. <laughs> I don't think McAfee's a billionaire <laughs> at this point, but but who knows? We'll Maybe I did debate, I think Alex said uh, also, by the way, even though I was joshing yeah. a little bit on our... I debated well, drafting. Uh, I had Alex Merced on my board. I had Remzo Martinez on my board. Uh, there's just there's room for. We could probably do this with eight teams, honestly, and fill ten spots each. I mean, there's there's really a lot of depth here. And I think when we first started this, we we thought that might have to reach for a lot of names, but it really turned out that we had to you know leave a lot of names on the board just because you know we we did this with four teams. And I know we're going to get flack for a lot of people that weren't drafted, but hey, there's only so many spots to go around, especially when we have certain positions that we got to fit everybody into. So I'm just going to recap those positions real quick. 
And then we're going to take a break. We're going to huddle with our teams. We're going to come up with uh, the positions that we're going to lay out for everybody. We've got six positions. It's a, a presidential, a libertarian presidential candidate, a libertarian vice presidential candidate, a uh, mainstream media personality male, a mainstream media personality female, a YouTube star, and a podcast host. Those are the six positions we each have to fill with our draft picks. And then with the remaining four, that's basically our bench slash our utility spots. These are spots we can use. It can be an extra, extra whatever, a second podcast host, for example, or we can just fill them in, in any spot that we, you know, feel is appropriate. So when we'll just describe that and, um, you know, we'll, we'll lay out our teams as we envision them. And we're going to do that in just a minute after this break. Hey guys, this is Roger Paxton, and if you're fed up with the government running every single aspect of your life, but you're not listening to the Lava Flow podcast yet, then what's wrong with you? Check us out at thelavaflow.com, or just go back to sucking up to the government. The Lava Flow podcast, striking the root every single episode. This is Chris Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at wearelibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at wearelibertarians.com. Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty. Rock and roll. All right, welcome back to the Lions of Liberty podcast, a very special edition where we are completing the very popular, the, the event that's got the Liberty world a buzzing. It is the first ever Liberty Draft. That's right. The first ever Liberty Draft. We are all drafting. Our Liberty propaganda teams for 2020 to spread the ideas of liberty. And that's how we want our listeners to judge this. We will give you several ways. I'll just, I'll just put them out there right now. Several ways that you guys can vote on this. There will be a formal poll in our Facebook group, the Lions of Liberty Forum. So that's the first place you guys should go looking. If you're not already a member, what are you waiting for? Go type Lions of Liberty Forum in your search bar. Request to join. We'll let you right in, and you can vote that way. Uh, I'll also try to get a poll up over at the show notes for this show over at lionsofliberty.com slash 273. And for those that like the Twitter and prefer the Twitter, firstly, I want to encourage you to discuss this show. Tweet to people that were drafted, people you think that should have been drafted. But please use the hashtag Liberty Draft. We're trying to get that puppy trending out there in Liberty World. And if you want to vote... You can actually use that hashtag and vote for your, for the team that way. So basically you're going to judge these four teams based on, based on the positions that each of us are going to lay out for the team members and how you see that team being best equipped to advance the ideas of liberty. Whichever you te- team you see as, as thinking, not necessarily talking about winning elections, although that obviously if you think you can win election, that would be one way to advance the ideas of liberty. So that's certainly a factor. But whatever team you think has the best chance of, of just furthering the ideas of liberty uh, by being in these various positions, that's who you should vote for. So we're going to start. Before we get into explaining our teams, we have some breaking news that just occurred in the break. Uh, a big trade was made. 
Trumple Stillskins traded their second round draft pick, Scott Horton, over to make Liberty great again. And in return for the excellent valued sixth round pick of Judge Andrew Napolitano. Big time trade. So make Liberty great again now has Scott Horton on his team. Trumple Stillskins, Brian McWilliams, you now have Judge Knapp on your team. Guys, why don't you explain yourselves? What were you thinking with this trade? Brian, what were you missing on your team that, that Judge Knapp's going to fill? And why were you willing to, to part with your man, Scott Horton, your second round draft pick? I know. It's crazy to part with Horton. And it's hard to give up a man like Scott Horton, who is a fantastic podcast and a great voice for Liberty. But I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking over at Judge Knapp and I'm saying, okay, I, I love him. He's a prominent position in the media. He knows his legal, legal mumbo jumbo inside out. This guy, I could slot him in anywhere. He's a brilliant pick. And Odie had him in the sixth round, which is crazy. So I figured I'd offer a guy with second round value for the sixth rounder, trade it up. And meanwhile, with Joe Rogan, who I grafted uh, in the ninth round, I've got a very prominent podcaster. Yeah, you got Roger Roger Paxton on there, too. So you you definitely got podcast depth. No doubt about it. Yeah. All right. True. Truth of the matter is, I I just heard some breaking news that uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano was just fired from Fox News. So that's why I made that. No, I'm just kidding. He's still he's still. Yeah, I'll say that that makes me like him even more. I actually I'd have the I have the strongest Fox News team and my my top three picks now uh, with the trade are all Fox News. Stossel, Nap, and Kennedy. Really helping team, the libertarian stereotypes, team pal. Fox. All right. Yeah. No. The, the reason I made the trade, obviously, uh, very hard to part with Scott Horton. It's the uh, the nature of the Liberty Draft business. Um, I needed a little more foreign policy beef on my side, a little bit more foreign policy expertise. And Scott Horton is the best of the best. He's on the upswing in his career. And not that Judge Knapp is on the downswing, but he's getting up there in age. And I just don't know if he's going to have, uh, if he's still going to be coming at it as hard as he is now in 2020. All right, so quite well, the trade we'll there. See. Maybe if everything comes to fruition on the team I'm putting together, he might just get named to the Supreme Court. Just maybe. And there were uh, there's some other negotiations that were going on, but you know we couldn't make anything else work. So, but that that's a pretty big trade there, Scott Horton for Judge Napolitano. So it's good we got a little trade action here in the, in the first ever Liberty Draft. Uh, a lot of activity on Glenn Jacobs, but no uh, no offers, no there, solid trades came through. A lot of heat yeah. on Glenn Jacobs. A, a lot of people. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to woo him over, but we just couldn't make it work. I couldn't give up my my very valuable pieces. So um, with that, we're gonna get to the part where we all break down exactly how we see our teams operating, how we're gonna assign those six positions and what the roles of our, our four other draft picks will be. So Brian, Trouble Silskins, why don't you take it away? Uh, explain the six positions and then explain how the, the the last four guys that are remaining, explain how you see them fitting into this team. All right. So for my team, my, uh, my number one pick of John Stossel, even though he's a prominent TV host, I am going to use him actually as my presidential candidate. Ooh, spicy. Because he's, so, you know, he's out there. He's smart. He expresses the ideas of liberty fantastically, and he's not going to get rattled. You know, the guy's always interviewing people that are prominent. He's always on TV. He would be outstanding as a presidential candidate. Number two, my VP pick, I'm going to go with a man who's currently in Congress, Justin Amash. That's why I swept in. Even though he's a late pick for a VP, the guy's got all sorts of legislative, uh, legislative experience. He obviously knows the ins and outs of the political game. And like I said, Hey, he's out of the uh, he's out of Congress in 2017, so he will be perfectly eligible to be a VP so candidate. Justin Amash, instead of seeking re-election, he is going to go run a little libertarian vice presidential campaign. That's a hell of a hell of a move. When Stossel <laughs> asks you to be VP, you be VP. All right. 
Uh, for my male TV host, I think I'm going to roll out, uh, even though it's, it was a little bit of a toss-up. I had a little, a little trouble deciding on this, but I'm going to roll out Joe Rogan. I'm going to put him out there since he is on TV and he has been on TV for a long time, even though his podcast is so prominent. But I think he'd be good as a as a TV host since Stossel's out there being a prez. Kennedy is going to be like a libertarian TV show hosted by Joe Rogan. That's the idea, like a talk show. Yeah, exactly. Then Kennedy staying in her same role. She does a great job on Fox. So, Kennedy, stick with what you're good at. Love it. For my uh, YouTube star, I'll go with Carrie Wedler there, since that's how she got her start, essentially, before uh, going to anti-media. So she was great on the YouTubes, really does these uh, fantastic videos that a lot of them can go viral, great content. So she will be my YouTube star. Yeah. Uh, what the hell else do I have left? Now I think I'm into my, my random picks. You so, got a podcast? Oh, no, you already did your podcast. Did you do your podcast? I did my podcast. What's that? Who was your podcast host? Podcast host is, oh, you know what? That's the one I didn't get. I will keep Roger Paxton as my podcast right, host. The Lava Flow is still going strong on the, on the, the Stiltskins. Oh, except the Lava Flow is now owned and operated by McWilliams Corp and the Trumple Stiltskins. So, Roger, <laughs> just uh, any advertising revenue, please send my I'm sure way. Roger's thrilled by this. It's going to be sounding <laughs> a lot like Fox News, apparently. The Lava Flow. <laughs> All right. So then, Judge Napolitano. Welcome to the Lava Flow podcast brought to you by Bayer. <laughs> Uh, Knapp, Judge Knapp, like I said, Supreme Court. That's where he's going. How is he, how's he, how are you going to get this guy in the Supreme Court? Well, once Stossel's the president, I, but you're, you're, <laughs> this is wide open. This is like, what are we, are we, uh, you know, what are we doing here? We can't, can't take a little bit of a leap. You can get, you can speed. give your intention. You can, you can maybe name him as your Supreme Court pick if, uh, as like part of Stossel's campaign. I'll, how about that? Exactly. Well, a lot of these things, you know, then we can have a secretary of state if they, if they don't have a president in place. I mean, he's got what, uh, Odie's foreign policy advisor is going to be Scott Horton for what? For Odie? Well, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta assume that these people are, uh, guess winning the offices that you're running then huh? well that's what i am presuming i put together an okay. amazing team here they can't right. lose this is a no lose ticket stasha lamash 2020 stamash <laughs> put it on bumper sticker so anyway judge knapp will be named to the supreme court by stasha and if he doesn't who cares he's amazing just talking in general moving on i'm gonna have uh, as their chief of staff i'll have jeff diced in there <laughs> and uh rounding it out my man as my best liberty friend forever and also oscar libertarian speech giver because if leo dicaprio can go and jerk himself off for 10 minutes talking about fucking climate change kurt russell can go up there and give a little handy j to liberty so he's going to be like a, a media just figure basically going around doing, doing interviews and my best friend in liberty and your best friend and brian's best friend Yes. Wait. So, uh, did I? What about Gillespie and Dice? Did you guys? Did you name something for oh, them? Gillespie, oh, I said Dice. Gillespie. Uh, I don't know. He could stay where he's at. He could. He could be like press secretary or something. Your press secretary <laughs> or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Just keep it. Keep, keep editing reason. I'm fine with that. Go for it. Keep editing reason. He's already got. He's already got a platform. You isn't got my there, permission, Nick. Isn't there going to be a conflict of interest if he's trying to cover all these campaigns and he's he's still working for Reason Magazine? Well, why don't we just keep him at reason? He's fine there. Well, apparently he's going to be producing a show with John Stossel on it, too. So That's true. That's, that's that works out great. All right. Yeah. You, got, you so guys have heard it. Yeah. That's the breakdown of the Trumple Stillskins. We've got John Stossel as his presidential candidate, Justin Amash as his vice presidential candidate, Joe Rogan's going to have his own Liberty Talk show as his mainstream media male figure, uh, Carrie Russell heading to YouTube, continuing her stardom there. 
what else? Gary Kennedy. Riddler, you mean. Gary Russell. Gary Russell. <laughs> Gary... Is that Felicity? <laughs> well, no, I assume that somehow in the next four years, in the midst of this team, Carrie Wendler was going to fall in love with Kurt Russell and, and <laughs> you know, wed him. Over my dead and, body. And, and Carrie He's wed him. Get it? All right. Yeah, I met Carrie Wedler. She's going to be your big YouTube star. Um, Judge uh, Kennedy will, of course, be your female mainstream media star. She'll still have her show. Judge Knapp, a potential SCOTUS. You'll have Nick Gillespie as your uh, your PR guy, your press secretary, still working at Reason, I guess. Jeff Dice, what did you say he was? You can be like your speechwriter, something like that? Uh, he'll be my chief of staff. Chief of staff. All right. And uh, Kurt Russell, just your best friend, basically. Yeah, exactly. And, go around and as we media. said, Oscar Libertarian speech giver. Oscar Libertarian. So you think he's going to win an Oscar that year and then give us Libertarian speech? Is that I'm guessing he's going to be in a movie as a Libertarian hero that will win an Oscar and then he'll be able to wrap it into the speech seamlessly. All right. All right. You guys heard the breakdown. You've now got the full scope of the Trumple Stillskins. Now moving along. Liberty S. Pumpkins, my team. Now, this was tough. This was very difficult. Uh, I drafted Tom Woods, like I said, with my first pick. Uh, I think a lot of people see him running for president. That is really what I was thinking of him for. But, you know, hey, things tend to change when you have some time to sit down and and really look things over. And the one thing I had to think about, you know, we're trying to advance the ideas of liberty. So there's two things there. There's being able to speak on the ideas of liberty. Tom has got that down pretty damn good, I would say. And there's getting that attention. You know, Gary Johnson and Bill Weld, as flawed as they are, we're not wrong about the fact that they do need to get into the debates for much of this to matter, because that's how you're going to get the attention of millions and millions and millions of more people. So my first thing I need to do is get into debates. And looking at my team, and, and this, this might sound crazy, when I've got such a deep bench of, of, of great libertarian speakers and people with a lot of experience running campaigns and speaking about the ideas of liberty, but I've been doing my research, I've been looking at the guy, I've been listening to him speak. I've looked at his career, and I'm confident that I'm going to be able to mold, along with my advisors on this team, Mr. Vince Vaughn, into an incredible presidential candidate. And he's my POTUS candidate. Well, you, I'm, I, I'm running for president. I'm running for president. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Vince Vaughn impression. All right. If you want to hire Brian McWilliams for Vince Vaughn impressions, <laughs> they're free. Just record what just happened and play that. For your parties. child's birthday party. Uh, and, and my reasoning here is that he he's a smart guy. He's obviously been successful. He's not a dummy. He can actually speak on these things. And he's going to have a lot of influence because his vice presidential candidate is going to be Tom Woods, you see. Because I've heard Tom talk about this before. He doesn't want to run for president. He doesn't want to do all the work, be driving around, flying everywhere. Well, okay, that's fine. You don't have to do that, Tom, because you're going to be able to mostly stay in your at your house in Florida. I want you recording videos about the campaign. You're going to be in Vince Vaughn's ear. You're going to be just going over every position, every every response he could ever give to anything. You're going to basically be the very libertarian version of Bill Weld. You're going to be his Bill Weld. You're going to be the guy who's who's given all the, all the answers, not not overtaking Vaughn in interviews like Bill Weld was, but you're going to be behind the scenes, coaching him, talking to him. You're going to be a team. You're going to have the freedom to be at home a lot of the time, and he's going to get the phone call. Whenever Vince Vaughn's too busy, he can't get on a media appearance, he can't he can't make a radio show, guess who's going on? Your VP, Tom Woods. This is the longest you, tell explanation you guys about of a Liberty. VP pick I've ever heard. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe you should have explained <laughs> yours better God. and gotten some more votes. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like you're not very confident in your VP and POTUS pick there. I don't know. I'm very confident. That's why I need to explain them. You see, well, over over explanation. Well, that's what you think. We'll we'll let the Jeez, voters confident. we'll let the voters decide who's over explaining. I mention I have a plane. Yeah, I, let's, let's get this going. Hey, I'm not the Seven one. Seven minute kept, explanation. I'm not the one bit. that kept us waiting on the call for ten minutes. All right, moving along. 
Now I'm just going to be silent for 10 minutes to piss you guys off. Moving along. Uh, (laughs) My mainstream media talk show host is going to be a man who many people probably thought I was going to run for office. Vice president He's or president. He's got the experience, but I don't see him in that role. He's a bulldog. I want him to bring the same thing, the same fire and tenacity he brought to Gary Johnson and the questioning that he he dug into him in with the libertarian debates. I want Austin Peterson to bring that to his libertarian talk show, the AP Liberty Hour or whatever the hell we're going to call it. He's going to be a bulldog. He's going to be in there grilling people grilling progressives he's gonna bring on my candidate vince vaughn a regular guest and he's gonna be my mainstream media star and then for my female mainstream media star i took a little curveball here instead of going big time cable newsy i'm gonna aim at the libertarian well not yet i'm gonna aim at the american housewife and i'm gonna have the lovely wonderful miss mary ruart host an afternoon talk show sort of like a a libertarian oprah libertarian ellen she's going to be catering to those housewives because we got to win them over we got to get them yapping at their husband about libertarians and libertarianism so that's going to be the role i'm going to have mary ruart in as my female i can't wait till she does the oprah thing where that she's like now everybody look under your seat and everybody will look and there'll be nothing there she goes that's right because fuck socialism you get nothing (laughs) you gotta earn it All right, then for my YouTube star, I don't want to mess anything up. She's already one of the best, if not the number one libertarian YouTuber, Julie Borowski. She's perfect in that role. She nails it. No reason to change anything up there. I think she's perfect for that format. So Julie is sticking there on YouTube. And then for my podcaster, well, I'm actually going to have two, but my my first podcast is going to be Dave Smith's Part of the Problem. Uh, He's a comedian. He's a very funny guy, a kind of guy that can talk to just about anybody, and a guy that can use humor, I think, in many ways to uh, to really spread the ideas of liberty. So he's going to be out there killing it on the Part of the Problem podcast, which has a lot of mainstream overlap, especially because of all the comedians that he's involved with. So he's my my number one podcast guy. And then uh, I've also got Johnny Adams. I'm still going to keep the Johnny Rocket Launchpad going. So I've got a second podcaster on my bench. So two podcasts working in sync with the liberty s pumpkins team here uh my last couple picks here i've also got eric july now eric july he's still going to be in the band backwards that's going to be the uh they're going to be the band on the austin peterson show they're going to the backwards going to bring you in and out of every break and then i got eric july is going to be like my man on the street reporter slash segment producer on that show he's going to be out there grilling progressives uh just giving them flack and just bringing it to him bringing the heat that's going to be eric july's role and then um robin kerner of course is going to be basically uh my my main political strategist. He's going to be helping, again, Vince Vaughn. He's going to be back there helping him with the messaging and making sure we're getting the right political message out there. And he's also going to be out there, you know, making appearances on shows and stuff like that, speaking for the campaign. And then uh, Avins O'Brien, finally, she's going to be kind of like my main PR person. She's going to be drafting copy, um, drafting all of our sort of our press releases. She's really good at libertarian messaging. And she also, of course, will be another person who's helping Vince Vaughn, um, not only with his um, libertarian messaging, but uh, with his style, with anything else that she needs. She's going to be basically Vince Vaughn's personal assistant. That's you, Avins. You're going to follow him around and and make him as as great and libertarian as you can. So uh, that is the scope of Team Liberty S. Pumpkins. Any thoughts? Any shock? Any awe? Yeah, I got to say, I'm, I'm very shocked. You went with Vince Vaughn as POTUS. Uh, I think I thought uh, I, I was definitely expecting Tom Woods or Austin Peterson in that position. I, I really thought you were going to go with Tom Woods there as as a shocker. And I know but... I'm going to get I, – I can predict it now. This is a make-or-break pick because I think I am going to get a lot of flack for this pick. But <laughs> I got to look big picture in. And do, what do I want? Do I want Tom Woods just talking to other libertarians for three months? Or do I want – 
th- that same voice, but with someone that can actually get him to the bigger stage. And I really think having someone as with as big a profile, but also someone who's witty and intelligent out there, like Vince Vaughn, can can bring that profile up in order to get that voice out there. But he always um, looks so tired. No, no, we're gonna fix that up. We're gonna clean him <laughs> up. We're gonna get him back on on. on Should have drafted a libertarian makeup person. Yeah, this just shows that you're playing catch up as you have been the entire draft. <laughs> you were intimidated by my gung ho strategy from the start. You were had to go Vince Vaughn early, and uh, you're just trying to match up with me, but you can't do it. So you're you think I'm trying to in this game? You think me. I freaked out with your celebrity picks, and I, I have to justify that pick by putting him in a, in a high profile? Position. I do, I do. Well, you may or may not be right. Playing right into my hands. I guess we'll see what the listeners think about all that. So. Hashtag Liberty Draft. Vote for Liberty S. Pumpkins. All right, moving on. Make America great again. What's your breakdown, pal? Make America great again. I mean, make Liberty. (laughs) Screw America. We don't care about that. We care about Liberty. I'm sorry. Make Liberty great again. You're damn right. Make Liberty great again. So, okay, for Make Liberty Great Again, my president, it's not a shock or not a surprise. Probably anybody who looks at my team and heard me talk about my team, knows that I'm putting Mr. Larry Sharp in the president position. Former football great Larry Sharp. Former football great. That's right. Brother of Shannon and Sterling Sharp. <laughs> no, that's a lie. But uh, if you don't get that joke, check out part one, episode 269. So do that. Exactly. Go do that right now. No, don't do it now. Do it after. Might as well now. Larry Sharp doesn't necessarily have the political experience. He has tons of business experience. He has motivational speaking experience. He has... He has the means to communicate. He knows how to communicate with people. He knows how to communicate with the average person on the street, how to, how to uh, encourage libertarians to talk to their neighbors, to simplify the message of liberty. And that's why I'm going with Larry Sharp for my presidential pick. For vice president, this could be a bit of a shocker. I'm not sure. Maybe you guys saw this one coming. I, I was thinking about putting Judge Knapp in there before I traded him. That's why it was difficult to trade Judge Knapp. But I had I had someone I could slide right in there that might be even more exciting than a Judge Knapp on the VP ticket, and that is Glenn Kane Jacobs. Uh, what? He's, he's gonna he's gonna provide he's gonna provide the fire. He's, he's going to provide <laughs> <And> the brimstone, <laughs> the brimstone and the entertainment factor that this ticket needs. And Larry Sharp at the head of the ticket and Glenn Jacobs coming up, coming up behind has has the vast libertarian knowledge. He's written for we talked about Lou Rockwell earlier on the show. He's written uh, many articles on Lou Rockwell dot com has a vast understanding of libertarian principles like Larry Sharp doesn't have the political experience, but I think uh, some of my other advisors I'll announce later are going to help with that, so I'm not too worried about it. And he, he has uh, he, he is he has talked about getting into politics before running for uh, mayor in uh, I think Knoxville, Tennessee. He's talked about doing that coming up in the years to come. Uh, my maybe I'll have uh, to get him back on the show to talk about it, just like I do with all your other guests possibly might as well go down the list of all my guests (laughs) because i have the greatest team well and Uh, also you could save money on the secret service because uh you know with glenn jacobs in there who's gonna who's gonna mess with you don't need it choke slams for everybody oh it'd be so amazing so amazing (laughs) can't wait to see a vice president choke slam somebody be phenomenal (laughs) i hope in my lifetime no disagreements there can't wait to see joe biden just mouth off glenn jacobs at some point and he just choke slams him (laughs) That'd be amazing. Kane throws a fireball at Obama's smiling in the background. It's like, hey. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the media host, my media media male personality. He has a, a podcast now. He has 
maybe the most popular libertarian podcast, but I do see him moving on to bigger things. I think he has a a, a way to message liberty that is makes it more appealing, maybe to a wider conservative audience. Some people have criticized him for that, but I think it can be a good thing. And I can see Jason Stapleton moving on and getting his own show in the mainstream media. So I'm putting Jason Stapleton in that spot. For the female media spot, I'm putting Kristen Tate there. She's already been on Fox News multiple times. Um, she's Like I said before, she's done work for capitalism.com. She's very good speaking in front of a camera, and she's uh, not too rough to look at. So <laughs> I, I think she'll be a natural on uh, That was the weakest Fox way News. to say she is hot as balls. But <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, I, I, I'm a... Uh, I'm an equal opportunity employer. All these guy. people, you know. Yeah, I'm a classy guy. I'm a Unlike classy us guy. Hooligans. <laughs> Not like you hooligans, exactly. But I, it's, I mean, Fox News. You know, Fox News does have a thing for putting attractive women, giving them their own shows. So I can see Kristen Tate getting her own show by 2020. Uh, moving on to what's up next? YouTube. So YouTube. Now this uh, this woman, she's moved on. Like I said, she's been working for uh, Rand Paul. Uh, Rand Paul's digital director, I think. And I think she's going to get tired of that. You know, you can only work for Rand Paul for so long. He's probably not that exciting of a guy. I'm sure that... Always oh, talking uh, every, about the debt. Like, like I get it, Rand. I get it. It's not like We're he's too flying much all, over the, all over the world fixing people's eyeballs or anything. That's true. She is posting on Twitter all the time. Oh, look, Rand, Rand just cured another guy's blindness. Ooh, <laughs> oh, it's so big deal. Man. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But you know what? I, I think I think she's going to want to you know shine a little more brightly, step out from behind Rand's shadow. And she, she, I mean, she's been on YouTube before. She's produced a ton of videos and has gotten tons of views in the past. So I think she's going to want to step back out. She'll step back out from behind Rand's shadow and get a popular YouTube channel. Getting to the podcast hosts, I picked uh, the end. The end of the the first the first round of the draft, the seventh round, I picked James Altucher. And he already has one of the most popular podcasts, period, on uh, iTunes. And I think James is going to start to skew a little bit towards the uh, libertarian line. I'm going to get in his ear. I'm going to you know, message him on Twitter and make sure he moves his show with a little more libertarian messaging. So I have uh, James as my podcast. When we get down into my bench, I'm going to keep Bob Murphy as a podcaster. I want him to keep doing what he's doing, working with Tom Woods on Oh, no, no, no. Tom Woods has got a clause in his contract. He's going to be busy being VP, coaching Vince Vaughn. He's not going to have time for this contract. Well, that's exactly why I Bob Murphy. That's why I'm putting him there, because Bob Murphy is going to convince Tom Woods to continue producing Contra Krugman. Oh, no, he's not. And it's going to undermine your team. (laughs) Oh, no, he isn't. I've got an ironclad contract with Mr. Woods, and as a believer in the non-aggression principle, he will not violate a contract. We've we've gone over this. Little do you know that Bob Murphy and Tom Woods already signed a contract that supersedes your contract. So, all right, we're bad. gonna get we're gonna get Rico, our lawyer, to look at these contracts after the show, and then we'll we'll report back. For now, I'll let it slide. Fair enough, fair enough. But hey, even even if that does happen, I can move Bob Murphy into a consulting role. He can have another I can move podcast. him into a, sco- a scholarship role, a uh, a uh, role where he can serve as uh, to educate the rest of my team members on the values all and right, principles. Tom, of Tom keeps the contra. You can Bob can have the Krugman. He can just host a podcast called Krugman. How's that Fine. Happen? Deal. Okay. All right. All right. Handshake deal. Uh, next up, uh, Lily Tang Williams. I want her to continue to focus on running for office. She's going to run for uh, the Senate again under the LP. 
So I want her to keep doing that. I think her story is amazing. I want her to keep getting out there, keep talking about it, and continue to spread the message of liberty that way. I picked uh, Nicholas Sawark, the current LP chairman. He's going to serve as my as my consultant here, and he's really going to be key in helping to get Larry Sharp and Glenn Jacobs the nomination in 2020. And I can't wait for it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a story that shocks the world. And I can't. I cannot <laughs> wait to see Larry Sharp and Glenn Jacobs going up against Vince Vaughn and Tom Woods and John Stossel. Who was your yeah. VP? It's going to be a wild Justin convention. Amash. Uh, Justin Amash. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be a wild libertarian convention this, in 2020, guys. Um, and we don't even know what, what's coming from <laughs> Team TBD yet. So, and to, right. to top it all off, my last pick, my trade, Scott Horton. He's my foreign policy advisor. So he is going to grill everyone else on my team. Actually, I'm just going to make everyone listen to his podcast. They're just going to wake up every day and listen to nothing but Scott Horton. And Scott Horton talks fast. So they're going to hear a lot of foreign policy about every Middle Eastern country. And it's going to be amazing. I'm going to have the smartest, most foreign policy app team in the world. I listen to most podcasts at like 1.5 or 2 times speed. But Scott Horton, I listen to it like half. So I can actually get the information. (laughs) Slow it down, yeah. All right, well, that, that's quite the layout. Quick recap. Larry Sharp, your presidential candidate. Glenn Jacobs, Kane, your vice presidential candidate. Jason Stapleton, he's moving off the podcast, going to mainstream television. Uh, you also got Kristen Tate as your mainstream female uh, host. You got James Altucher doing your podcast. We'll see how much libertarianism gets talked about in there. We're, I don't know, but it, it'll be interesting. Bob Murphy is still going to be podcasting. Some controversy there. Uh, Nick Sarwark is going to be your consultant. Uh, then you've got Scott, Scott Horton as your foreign policy advisor and uh, Lily Tang there. She's still going to be running for Senate. So that's that's quite the squad, quite the Liberty crew there. What do you what are your guys takes on make Liberty great again? I think his team sucks compared to the trouble. That's terrible, <laughs> obviously. What, why would I say anything good? You know, what's interesting. One thing that stood out to me, you know, you're going to have Larry Sharp. I don't think he's a small guy, but he's definitely not as tall as Glenn Jacobs. So are you worried about the visual aspect of, of the VP, the vice presidential candidate, just, just towering over your, your presidential candidate? Do you think that it might undermine your POTUS candidate at all? I think it might. Visually. If, if I were you, I would worry about Glenn Kane <laughs> Jacobs standing next to Tom Woods on the Libertarian <laughs> debate stage. I'd worry about that visual. <laughs> all right. I will. <laughs> Man, now you got me nervous. I don't know. You know is Kane going to choke slam Tom Woods? Oh, boy. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. All right. Well, that, let's make Liberty great again. And now, I, I'm frankly very worried about, I don't know where this is going to go. I, I really don't know what's about to happen here, everybody. What um, one pair of picks is Rico going to make as his vice president and president? That's yeah, the real this, question. This is going to be interesting. He might, we might change the rules of politics altogether yeah. here. Team TBD, this is a crazy team. What do you got? Well, there's a little bit more craziness about to happen. <laughs> the CIA someone, is, I'm someone, cutting my entire team. <laughs> one of my members has just been fired, actually. Um, Liz Wall was giving her walk was giving her walking papers today. Her, uh, what? what? Is that true? Her, her, yes. Her recent tweets have been unacceptable. You don't have another female host? I, uh, well, I'm scouring the waiver wire, and that's why I've been so quiet. <laughs> I did do a little looking into Liz Wall here, and man, she's she's one of these, she's been tweeting about fake news, but not in the good way. Like like she's saying all the same things that the mainstream has been saying. Oh, fake news caused the election. Uh Trump. Uh I mean, she's she's I, yeah. I, I can see why she'd be in some hot water with Team TBD. Yes, well. 
there's no second chances with me. She's gone. <laughs> She's gone. All right. <laughs> just like any wow. fantasy draft. Wow. I, I've been looking at some candidates and I just got to further vet their uh, qualifications. <laughs> so I'll have my uh, female mainstream uh, TV star emailed to you. Well, it's sort of like a waiver pickup. <laughs> in fantasy to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as is appropriate for your team name, your female MSM star is a TBD. <laughs> You know, I just couldn't, I couldn't, uh, in good conscience, accept her. You don't want to toss a dress on on somebody else? I mean, there's time. (laughs) Do I want to what now? Toss a a dress dress on, (laughs) put a dress on Ben Swan? I don't know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Caitlyn Jenner is still available. (laughs) Yeah, as we know. (laughs) We have made offers, but we're waiting to hear back. All right. So, so uh, all right. So, so far you've cut somebody and, and put nobody anywhere. So, so we're off to an <laughs> interesting start. So, what else you got? Well, in another surprise move, my uh, first round picks actually didn't even make the cut for my top six positions. But they're going like, what a great strategy you had going into this draft. <laughs> they're going to have other roles. Don't you worry. Okay, so. they'll be here. So I guess I'll just start at the top. I will have um, John Mackey as my presidential candidate. We went from one billionaire candidate to maybe not quite a billionaire, but he's a a wealthy man. He's a wealthy businessman. He knows what he's talking about. Good face. And in this area. Good face. Got a great face (laughs) on that guy. Why not? Why not? Um, Vice president. I'll go with a guy with experience in that role. Judd Weiss. Seems to fit. So, right. uh, Mackie Weiss ticket. Interesting. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, everything the, else. People are going to think it's the same ticket that they already did with McAfee because it's, it's very similar. <laughs> it is. Judd, Actually, Judd will only run like with somebody. Again. If you don't we're have the word Mac in your name, some letters, Judd ain't running and, with you. Uh, you know, we're good to go. We're a step ahead. Yeah. Don't, don't delete those, those commercials. <laughs> we're just going to cut and paste <laughs> the face. Just a little bit of tweaking on Photoshop and we're good to go. Yes. Yes. Uh, mainstream male TV host, Ben Swan. Obvious pick. All right. A mainstream female uh, host, TVD. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> YouTube star, Peter Schiff. Ooh, all right. Oh, curveball. interesting. Okay. A little curveball. Podca- I like it, podcast host, Adam Carolla. Um, financiers of all things TVD, <laughs> the Koch brothers. <laughs> I'll they're have just, my just pl- sending you money. They're just handing you. There are <laughs> yes. campaign finance laws, you know. Eh, we'll get around it. Briefcases, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, they can finance my uh, co-media moguls, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, who will just be <laughs> pumping out TV shows and movies with libertarian themes to get the masses on our side. Um, Daniel McAdams, political strategist. And my Secretary of Education, Thomas DiLorenzo. Secretary of Education. <laughs> Day one, Lincoln hated blacks. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> Racism. He's a racist. We're going to be learning a lot of new stuff in 2020. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, Education Secretary candidate for Tom DiLorenzo. That's interesting. You got a, quite the breakdown here, Rico. Quite the breakdown. Running John Mackey, your eighth round pick as your presidential candidate. Judd Weiss going to be making more videos. They're just repeating the same ones with a couple letters change as your VP. Peter Schiff going to YouTube, taking his thoughts about economics there. Ben Swan on the mainstream. Liz Wall cut uh, that up in the air. Interesting stuff. And and behind the scenes, Trey and Matt just just working their magic. So 
Interesting, interesting things. Now, I think that um, for the benefit of the audience, we we need to try to at least you know pick some of these apart. So, is there anything on somebody's team that any of you think um, just stands out as as just a, an awful pick, an awful choice? Brian, I'll let you I'll let you pick something out here. Anything that just stands out to you is just disaster. Oh God, good question. Um, hmm, I'm gonna say that uh, <laughs> Rico's. Pick for uh, POTUS, I think, is maybe not going to get the job done because I think he doesn't have enough mass appeal from a libertarian perspective. You got you picked a guy who's retiring. What are you talking about? John Stossel, he's not retiring. What are you crazy? He's doing something. He's, he's going like, on. He's to like do seventy-five years old. He's he's pretty old. He's going to retire. Sixty-nine, John Stossel, right now. So by twenty twenty, I think he'll be like 73, 72. Yeah, perfect. Younger than Trump. No, Everyone not. loves Whole Foods. What are you talking about? I also now? think Make Liberty Great, great Again is swinging and missing with Jason Stapleton not putting him in the VP role or as Prez, because I know a lot of the audience wants to see that, and I think that was a, a grave error on your part, Odie. Let me tell you something about that. Well, Jason Stapleton <laughs> is not going to be president because he's demanded somebody gives him a uh, for him to do that, he wants somebody to give him a million dollars, and that's not going to happen. And I don't he want have been on uh, TBD. And I don't want I don't want Jason Stapleton. I don't want him running for office just because someone gave him a million dollars if he doesn't want to do it. So he, I, I, I mean, I do think he has a future in uh, in the mainstream media. So we will see. Well, and I also think on the same note, on, has shut your mouth. On, uh, you shut your mouth, <laughs> piece of shit. Let's talk about you. <laughs> Come on, bring it. Bring it. You, you picked a Republican to be your vice president. That's ridiculous. He's not. <laughs> That's insane. was a Republican. Hey, guess what? How about I pick Donald Trump to be my presidential candidate? And he'll <laughs> hey. just switch parties like he did last time. Just hey, got a libertarian in the cause of liberty. He has stood up. He's gone against censor or against uh, our violations of First Amendment rights, against spying. He speaks out on civil liberties constantly. He's out there doing something. What are you doing, oh, Rico? Oh, Brian, you just made my case for why this was a terrible move because you every. Everything that he did, he don't get to do no more because you took him out of Congress. And what freaking neocon is going to replace him now? All those great, all that great stuff he done, poof, gone, all gone. It's all a wash. You no just privilege. ruined liberty, Brian. You oh, ended liberty. Great pick as VP. You made liberty worse again. Legislation done. He's a, he's a, a, going to be. He's like one of the guys that actually has experience on this. He's the only one that has experience of any of these people. You jerks. I'll tell you what, I, I want to talk about this Liberty S. Pumpkins team here for a minute because I think Mark tried to do something bold here. I think he tried to make a bold move, putting Austin Peterson in a mainstream media role, which I, I think there's no way in heck it's going to happen. And I think Austin Peterson is not he's not good for that role. He's good on social media, he's good on Facebook, doing the Facebook live streams and YouTube and with his podcast, but he doesn't have the appeal to the mainstream role because he comes across like an asshole. Let me say something I about that. I was going to say the exact same thing. Let me say thing, something really. about that. Uh, the Austin, Austin Peterson show lasts one week. Partially, <laughs> I agree, and that's part of my logic, but um, – Guess what? Assholes get ratings. You know how long Bill O'Reilly's been on the air? He's the biggest asshole on TV. He's doing fantastic. Look, sometimes you need a guy who serves little things, some things up and says some controversial stuff. But there's something else I want to point out here to keep in mind. Who was the producer of the best, the number one? And I'm not kidding, including you, John Stossel. I love your show. You're doing great. You do not have the best libertarian cable show of all time because that goes to Judge Angie Napolitano's Freedom Watch, produced by, drumroll, effing please, Austin Peterson. The man knows how to produce 
great TV shows. This is his his dream child was this show, Freedom Watch. So he's going to take that same passion, that same energy, and translate it just more into himself as the host. And he's going to have a great cast. He's got Eric July as his man on the street. You kidding me? He's going to have special segments with Johnny Adams, with Dave Smith. My whole crew's going to be on this show. It's going to be amazing. You know what might actually happen? Austin Peterson might actually produce Jason Stapleton's show. I can see that happening. What are you talking about? He's got a solid contract with Liberty S. Pumpkins. You can't just go making deals with my guys. Come on. This is a draft. I have exclusive rights. (laughs) I think you're wasting Eric July as well. Wasting him. Well, what do you think I should have done with him? Uh, you you could put him in as a a prominent podcaster as he already is. I think he's not have, a podcaster. I like him better as, like him better Eric as a July's listening right now, searching for his own tour. podcast on iTunes that doesn't now, exist. Now you're using him as a reporter. Nah. Did terrible. I say reporter? I didn't say reporter. I said man on the street interviewer, and there's a big difference. He's gonna be he's gonna be doing h- hilarious videos, just screaming progressives. Waste of his talents. He could be touring, playing music, spreading he is the playing idea. Music. He's still it's doing that. Impressionable youth at colleges. He's not quitting the band. Show. I told you backwards. They're going to be on the AP show. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, well it's, the well, Austin it's Peterson Liberty Hour brought to you by Bayer. Now here's your band backwards. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Terrible. And then you're going to, when you're done, you're going to log, you're going to turn off the TV, fire up the old YouTube, watch some Julie Borowski videos. You guys are going to be fucking creaming for Liberty. Creaming. <laughs> I already creamed for Liberty. That's why I'm on this podcast right now. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Anything else we got to skewer apart here? All right. One one last thing we'll do, and then we'll sign off. We'll let the listeners have their own debate off air. Um, just removing your own team from the conversation. I want each of you to tell me the weakest other team, the best other team, and why quickly in thirty seconds each. We'll start with you, Brian. Who's the weakest team that you see besides your own? Which is obvious. Well, now it has to be TBD. <laughs> I think that's an obvious one. Uh, it's 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 highly questionable picks, and he's already lost a member of his staff. So you don't think the star power will, uh, will overcome that? No, I don't think so. I think I think basically you needed to have a bigger VP pick than Judd. I like Judd a lot, but I think for that you should have gone with a bigger name, somebody that uh, that is a little bit more out there, is a little bit more. Especially, he's got all these big names, but he's not exactly. putting them in the in the big the media roles. Exactly. So I'm saying, I think that was a miss on TBD's part. You could have done could have done better with the selections. Uh, I would say the best team other than my own team. I'll go with. Uh, I guess I'll go with Liberty S. Pumpkins. All right. As, uh, as the second yeah. best team, because Tom Woods is obviously solid. Vince Vaughn, even though I think as POTUS is a little bit of a reach, I think overall it's a very solid squad. Uh, hey, may, maybe you should have ran Julie Borowski out there as uh, as VP with hey, Tom Woods. I thought Woods's about it, but I don't think she's going to be old enough. I thought about oh, that, too. Yeah, yeah what do you have to be, 40? She's a youngin. Well, 35. Mm-hmm. you got to be old enough yeah. to be president. Uh, she's not 30 mm-hmm. yet. So. so, anyway, that's my take. All right. And, uh, all right, well, I guess I guess we'll go in order still, draft order. So, um <laughs> Uh, I, hmm. I, I gotta say, everybody's team ha- has their high points. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all put together a solid Liberty squad that I, I'd be proud to run out in any fake campaign. Uh, but I think the, uh, I'll start with the positive. I think the best team besides mine, whew, it's tough, but I gotta go with Make Liberty Great again because I really like that. I like that sharp, 
Jacobs. I might have flipped them. I don't know because I like the visual. Glenn Jacobs is very tall. He's very large. He's got that <laughs> that commanding presence. I might have flipped them in that role, but uh, I still like that that overall top of the ticket. And uh, I was if you didn't draft Stapleton, he was going next, and that was the same role I had him pegged in as a mainstream star. So we had similar thoughts on that. And then I think the the rest of your crews, uh, you know, you got a deep bench there. You got they, you bring a little sex appeal with Marianne Copenhaver and Kristen Tate, and I think they're uh, also extremely intelligent, which helps and can really speak on the ideas of liberty and then you know you got horton you got murphy you got some really strong minds in there so i'm gonna put make liberty great again as a very very distant second to liberty as pumpkins Woo-hoo. and uh i mean yeah i i don't know rico you don't even have a female msm star right now so what, what can i say and um yeah i agree with, with all that star power i really thought you were gonna stack up your your vp and uh potus picks as, as a, a, a double double star and you, you didn't really do it you actually went went a totally different direction than i thought you were going so um I'm going to put TBD at the bottom here, but the most entertaining drafter, I'll give you that. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Never knew it was coming next. One advanced Liberty, but Hey, gets me a few, a few laughs. That's cool. Uh, what about, what about you? Uh, MLGA make Liberty great again. Odie. I don't know if I've used any of your real names in this entire show. MLGA that can work. Yeah. Well, get that trending hashtag MLGA. And, uh, this, uh, this draft has been sponsored by, Ignite Liberty. Get your Make Liberty Great Again apparel at igniteliberty.us. Uh, I have to. You have should to give say, them a special code like Liberty Draft. So yeah, just thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do a special code Liberty Draft, and we'll say just thinking on the spot, twenty uh, percent off. Look at okay. that! Look at that! How oh, easy is wow, that? Wow! Wow! Fantastic! Amazing! Just for you people. Don't let that affect your w- vote. Wonderful though. people, our listeners, the one, the best people, the wonderful people. Love them all. Uh, I, I got to say, this is really tough. I mean, I do like all these teams, like you guys have said. Good points, bad points. I do have to say, I think the weakest team, because of that vice president position, goes to Trumpelstiltskin. I just, Ooh, I, I can't get past that Justin Amash pick. I can't You're get insane, past it. Man. I, I look, I look at the draft board, and I keep coming back to it. And I, I just, uh, it's, I really think it weakens your team. I can't believe you you didn't put Judge Knapp in there after making that trade. I honestly but, was going to, but then I, I thought he'd look, be your Justin POTUS. Amash, name a senator or name somebody name somebody in government right now that's done more for the cause of liberty other than Rand, and you can't. He's he's I know, he's, and you're and you're going to take him out of government. <laughs> Dude, he, look, he's a guy. He's I think he's still you know he's he's a Republican, quote unquote, but. He has the experience. If we're putting out like logical candidates, he is a very logical candidate for VP. He's got a lot of experience. He can bring all of the, you know, but people always say, why did, why did we run out Gary Johnson and Bill Weld? Cause they were two time governors. Yubba, yubba, yubba. Justin Amash. He's in Congress. He's been in Congress for a while now. Is he's he, got the experience. That's a great pick. Is he going to have to grow a mustache to match fossils? Team stash? I think they should. I, I mean, not, I'm not, I'm not your marketer. I mean, choice, but maybe Jeff Dice can give you some advice on that. It's <laughs> possible. Yeah. You have the, a wrestler as your vice president, Odie. What do you know about anything? One of the smartest wrestlers ah, that exists. Exactly. And the guy that's been a libertarian for six months in Larry Sharp. <laughs> oh, come on. Glenn Jacobs is the smartest months. wrestler of all time. He's so smart. That may that... be true. They actually, other wrestlers, I've heard in interviews, they like if they're asked like who who the smartest wrestler they know, they all say Glenn Jacobs. That's not a joke, Rico. Verify. Fact. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, Rico, you're gonna happy. You're gonna be happy with this because I think that you are my top competition here. What? For for three reasons. (laughs) reasons. Even he's blown away. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have a single woman on his team. Your your presidential pick. 
You got you got a POTUS. You got a guy who has run a multi. What what is what is Whole Foods? Billion, million? I don't know. Multi million. It's a lot of money and very successful. <laughs> and uh, he, he he knows how to manage people. He, he's a businessman. Um, I don't know how well he understands libertarian principles, which is why it's so great you have Judd Weiss there as your VP. I think Judd Weiss is a phenomenal pick for that. I love the videos he did with uh, on the John McAfee campaign. Really, as as Judd you know said throughout the campaign, he wanted to change the way that you know political campaigns are run. And I think you're well on your way to doing that with these picks. And you have Ben Swan in a role that he's already in, and I could see him getting a bigger role. So I think for those three reasons. That's why your team is tough competition. Oh, you're a smart man. I like the way you think. <laughs> All right. Well, TBD, what's, what's your assessment of the rest of the field here? Well, first, I would like to take a minute to defend my own team. <laughs> I guess we can allow that. <laughs> I've been getting hit from all angles, except for by the That's why I defended mine as I went. I had a kind of a different make Liberty great hats too tight. I had a little bit different of a thought process here. You guys are thinking about winning an election. I'm thinking about I'm not. changing the mindset of the American population. Me too. The, the libertarian uh, community in the country is relatively small. I think most people would agree. While figures like Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and Adam Carolla reach a wide, wide audience. And they might not be the most well-schooled on all libertarian philosophies and theories. But what they are is they consistently portray the message that government is not the answer to everything. Um, In fact, it gets in the way. And we need people to start realizing that. And once they realize that, then they're going to be more open to a libertarian party. And if they can change the hearts and minds of a large segment of the population, we're going to get more than one, two, three percent of the vote going forward. We'll get you know, we all have a chance to win once people realize that, you know, government isn't the only even uh, the, the correct solution. So that's where I was thinking. Um, as far as the other teams, obviously, the Trumple Stiltskins is um, <laughs> telling me to wrap this up. And they're the worst. <laughs> and a little behind the, the scenes for y'all. Yes. <laughs> uh, I just don't agree with some of his picks. And I'll just uh, piggyback on what Odie said, you know, as for the reason I already, you know, talked about the Justin Amash pit um, pick. He's he's not a libertarian. He's not going to be a libertarian. He's not abandoning the Republican Party to run a a campaign that's not going to win with a. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are we trying to? Are we? Are we talking realism here? Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, we are. Uh, did you already talk? Sort of. You had your turn. Be quiet. Hold <laughs> on. Well, a guy. He's not going to give up his Senate seat. Jesus Christ. Give me a break. <laughs> as far as the uh, the strongest team, I'll I'll even include strongest. Even including mine would be make liberty great again. I I just like the the top down. All the picks, uh, the positions are put in. They're put in a position to succeed. And I like the the strategy that Odie Did you just say you like them better than your team? <laughs> yeah. Oh, obviously. When we post the poll in the forum, you're going to go vote for Odie. I love it. Make exactly. Liberty Great Again's candidates for President VP would immediately be eliminated. Well, I won. 1%, 1%. I won the coach's vote. poll. So that's that's the first step. <laughs> well, that's always the worst. That's the, You're like the establishment uh, insiders all thought Hillary had the, had the best shot. And look what happened. Trumple Stiltskins happened. 
All right, folks. Well, we have laid our teams out for you. We have defended them to the best of our ability. Uh, there will be much more discussion to come, but that's going to take place over in our private Facebook group, the Lions of Liberty Forum. Again, why don't you go over there right now as you're listening because you can go vote in the poll. Type Lions of Liberty Forum in your little search bar on Facebook. Just request to join. I'll let you write in. You can come vote. We'll probably keep the poll open. Oh, uh, what do you think, guys, think? About a, a week from when this airs? That sounds about right. Yeah, sure, I think that's not? good. Why am I even asking you? I'm the, I'm the damn boss here. All right, you see? Get in line. Sit down. Your break's in five minutes. So we're going to post that in the forum. Uh, we'll also have a poll up at the show notes for this page, lionsofliberty.com for this podcast, lionsofliberty.com slash 273. Or you can also tweet to us. You can tweet just hashtag Liberty Draft. That's the hashtag I'll be searching. You can tweet to at Lions of Liberty. That would help as well. And just name whatever team you think is the best, and I'll count that as a vote. And then you, if you're, if you don't like any of that stuff, you don't want to go on Facebook, you don't want to go on Twitter, you don't even want to go on our website for whatever reason, I will allow also email entries. You can send those to Mark M A R C at lionsliberty.com and uh, hmm, and hopefully that doesn't sound fair hopefully i won't cheat <laughs> yeah exactly. oh, well let me remind people to everyone that votes for me just be sure to post your address and your check for 100 dollars. We'll <laughs> and everybody who doesn't vote for me hey fuck you rico you have my address right you'll be sending that check <laughs> yes uh, it'll yeah, it's already in the mail mailed it's yesterday. Going, to, going a little uh little marco rubio's college fund i got financiers uh, out my ass i don't care about <laughs> all right all right folks i want to thank you guys all for first of all you guys my fellow drafters par- for partaking in, in this many many hour event but across the two shows uh this is something i dreamed up in the middle of the night and and now it's become uh fake reality so here we go and i hope my listeners out there all enjoyed this little thought experiment i think we've uh we've at least pointed out there's a lot of great people in the libertarian movement there's a lot of people that can fill a lot of different roles and hopefully this will uh, get some wheels turning about the years to come and how we're going to advance the ideas of liberty, which is, of course, our mission here at Lions of Liberty. We aim to do that with all the podcasts we produce three days a week, every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can count on a new show here. So be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share it with your friends. Do all the things that you do for the podcast you love. It's not that hard. Until next time, folks, why don't you guys join me for a little sign-off here. Until next time. Until the next Liberty Draft. No, don't wait that long. That might be a few years. Until the next episode this Friday, John Odermatt's own Felony Friday. Until then, folks, live long and live Live free. free. Make Liberty great again. I'm going to eat my damn dinner. See you later.